Designers Podcast, where we discuss topics in physical medicine, rehabilitation, pain management, traumatic brain injury, and sports medicine all in one. We focus on delivering the best, unbiased information to our audience. This is your host, Dr. Avinash Ramshandani. We know how important your health is to you, and we're here to give you the best information right here and right now. This is podcast number 35. We're going to talk today about goal setting and times of adversity. Next week, I have a very special guest, Samir Pide, and he is a stroke survivor who's going to talk to us a little bit about his journey when he had his stroke and after his stroke. He has a book called One Fine Day that's out and published. I have to say the book was an easy read and was very interesting to read. And if you can pick one up and read it before we have his talk, you will uh, understand a little bit more about what he's telling you about. In any case, this podcast actually has a lot to do with next week as well. And goal setting is quite important in everybody's life, not only in people that have had something happen to them. So business and medicine does combine sometimes to actually make sense. With goal setting and your health, it is important to use these lessons learned by business goal setting and then utilize these towards your own long-term goals in your health. The first concept about goal setting is to utilize an acronym that was first penned by George T. Doran in 1981. This acronym is S-M-A-R-T or SMART. What does this mean? In order to achieve your goals and to make the goals good goals, they need to be specific, which means they need to be simple, sensible, and significant. Number two, measurable, meaning meaningful and motivating, and also there is a number attached. Achievable, agreed, or attainable. Number four is relevant, which is reasonable, realistic, and resourced, and results-based. And then number five, time-bound, which means there needs to be a time to this. So let's talk about each one of these particulars of the goals and the way you can use these to make simple progress into the foray for your health or for something else. So specific goal. Make sure your goal is very specific. For example, don't say, I am going to get healthy. That would mean a bunch of things. Say, I am going to lose weight. That is a specific goal. If you, if say you do want to become healthy and you aren't now, you need to figure out how that's going to happen. What are you going to do to need to get healthy? Do you need to lose weight, eat better, or exercise more? Or maybe all of these are specific goals within that general goal of being healthy. Being healthy is important, but having a way to get there makes the goal attainable. So measurable. Again, Make sure that your goals are measurable. As I mentioned before, losing a specific amount of weight in a specific amount of time is important. So saying I am going to lose weight is very different than I am going to lose 12 pounds. That is very specific and makes the goal achievable and measurable. Why is this important? Because once you achieve a goal, then you can move forward to the next goal. It is important for people to have an end in sight or a goal in sight. With our current COVID-19 crisis, the vaccine has allowed us to turn 
a very dim future into a more promising one. But we still don't know when we're going to get the vaccine. So when you do get the vaccine, that means, oh, that is the goal. That is my end goal. I'm going to get the vaccine. Now, when, again, that is not up to us, so we can't put that in our goals. Remember the specificity of the goal, though, and remember what is needed to accomplish this goal. Achievable. Remember your limitations. If you haven't run a mile since high school, thinking about running a marathon within the next month is likely not a reasonable goal. You need to train, learn about your body, and strengthen your body to the point where you can get to that goal. So maybe running a marathon is not a good goal, or maybe running a marathon is a good goal, but maybe not in the next month. Also remember who else is going to be involved. If this is going to involve other people, are they going to be able to participate? If you cannot control it, then try to limit the influence of whatever you cannot control. So when it comes to health goals, can you, ha- you can have a goal of, I am going to quit smoking, but saying that you're going to make your family member quit smoking isn't reasonable. You can say that I'm going to try to make my family member quit smoking by myself quit smoking, or you can say that I am going to make it harder for this person to smoke in the house because it's my house, so they have to smoke outside. So maybe that'll make them quit smoking. So that is a goal that you may have. Relevance. This, to me, is the hardest part of goal setting. So why do you want to get to that point? What is the reason? So, yes, losing weight is important, but is it important to lose weight because you're going to get healthy or is it important to lose weight because you're going to look better? These are differentiating things, but it is very important to have a relevant part of this goal. Another thing would be running an ultra marathon, maybe something that you can do, but why do you want to do it? Is it for name recognition or for some other reason? This is where that bigger goal may come into mind or your life goals may come into mind. And keep this in mind when you are thinking about the relevance of the goals that you're trying to achieve. Time sensitive. So when do you want to achieve this goal? If you want to lose 10 pounds, make sure you have an end date to it so you can achieve it by then. Of course, again, remember the other things, make sure it's achievable. So if you want to lose 10 pounds in a week, that's probably not a good idea. And if you do that, you're not doing the thing for the right reason. So if you want to lose 10 pounds over the next three months, that may be a little bit more of a reasonable goal and that it's time sensitive as well. Now let's talk about setting goals when things change. For example, This year was a year that you wanted to travel somewhere. Well, guess what? You probably wouldn't have been to and been able to. Or if you wanted to run that first half marathon through wine country, that wasn't going to happen. Or if you wanted to visit the Notre Dame, it probably would not have happened. The reason why is because, well, things change. Because of this global pandemic, things have really changed and have changed either for the better or for the worse. For the most part, most people think that things have changed for the worst, but it depends how you look at it. And anything devastating that can happen in life can really change your focus in life from a diagnosis to an accident to a pandemic. So how does goal setting change when we have something devastating happen to us? The main issue may be that that ultimate goal of doing something that may be physically demanding or mentally challenging may not be as possible as before. 
So it is really important to have those goals and the ability to change those goals because the ability to change those goals may make a difference as far as achieving them. It is also very important to remember that when you are making goals, you make them in step fashion. For example, I'm gonna give you two different examples actually. The first example is someone that is catching a ball. For example, if they are in a football game and they're trying to catch a ball and run the ball to the end zone. For the people that watch American football, people will understand this. But if they catch the ball and they think about running to the end zone before catching the ball, they're not going to catch the ball. They're going to drop the ball. I saw this in last night's football game, and it was pretty obvious that the the person that was trying to catch the ball decided that he was going to run before he was going to catch the ball. And guess what? The ball dropped. Now let's talk about a more spiritual example. Buddhism believes in goal setting, but goal setting in a different direction. Buddhism really talks about how goal setting should be based on the actual pathway to get to the goal and not the actual goal and not be attached to that end goal. And the realization that change can happen every day in any way is important to realize that maybe that pathway to get to that goal is more important than the actual goal itself. When I run a marathon and I'm running 26 miles, to think about the 26 miles as one giant giant piece of running is very much more daunting than thinking about every single 5K. And 5K is three miles. So if I'm running 26 miles and I split it up into different 5K segments, it makes it much easier, or 10K segments for that sake. And what happens then is that every 5 or 10K, I can think about, okay, now I'm going to reach the next 5 or 10K. This way, the pathway is more important than actually reaching the goal. And that way, each time you reach the end of your path, you can make a new path and keep achieving a new goal. We will talk a little bit more about goal setting next time, but now it's time for... The good news of the week. I don't often get a chance to talk about cars in this podcast, but I really enjoy cars and I listen to a lot of podcasts about cars. In any case, Mazda, which is celebrating its 100th anniversary, announced in October it was giving away 50 brand new MX-5 Miata 100th anniversary special edition models, with each car destined for individuals who tirelessly dedicated themselves to their communities throughout 2020. And they received 1,000 inspiring nominations from across the nation, and their company's value of Omotenashi, I probably pronounced that terribly, which means putting others' needs first, they selected 50 heroes, including three from New York City who recently picked their new cars at a dealership in Queens. I'm going to quickly talk about three of these heroes. One of the heroes, Jason Jason Erdrich, used his skills as a shop teacher and access to 3D printers at his school, and he printed 12,000 pieces of PPE for medical workers who were in dire need of equipment. Triana Davis, a teacher in Byram, Mississippi, created and hand-delivered custom curricula to her students and produced special commemorative t-shirts, goodie bags, and custom engraved medals after the pandemic canceled graduation ceremonies. An ICU nurse in the Woodlands, Texas, Christy Pervince, worked grueling 15-hour shifts 
throughout the pandemic and yet always treated her patients like family. She delivered photos of her patients' family members who couldn't visit and helped facilitate video chats with loved ones. If you have anybody you would like to nominate for our 2020 awards, please let me know. I will actually mention them here on the podcast. Thank you so much again for listening to the Physiatry Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Avinash Ramchandani. I hope to see you next week. We're going to have a special guest, Dr. Samir Pirde, and he has a lot of messages for everybody about his recovery from a stroke. Thank you again. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.